Welcome to Blunt Force Healing, episode 216, which means that we are at day 216 since this blog and podcast started. Today is quite dull, and it's nothing new for those of you who ever attempted journaling or listen to this podcast uh, at, at least you know i try to make it entertaining every day or at least look for interesting things that happen in a day that i can describe here and share with you but as you all know probably Life is not always exciting, at least not on a level that you can entertain people with something every day. Of course, it's it's beautiful. It might be hard or challenging, sad, but it's always interesting to some extent, even on the bad side or on the good side, it's always that variety in life that happens to us, but not exactly the entertaining side of things. So it's not a surprise that since we skipped today's um, hike, well, we didn't skip it, we didn't plan for it, in the first place so there was no real plan for saturday except for the standard chores and clearing kind of debt of things that we couldn't do during the week so there was one thing that kind of affected our day and why we didn't plan for this Saturday. Julian was meant to play a friendly match in nearby town at around 2 p.m. So we knew that we don't have much options to plan before or after for any longer trip, hike, or anything like that. So we decided to not plan that Saturday. The issue was that with a short notice, about two hours before the match was meant to happen, we got the message from the trainers or coaches asking kind of apologizing everyone for the short notice but they received the message from the other team's coaches to postpone that match because there is there was a a funeral uh, nearby the pitch so it was only right to not play and make a noise 
around the place where bereavement was happening. So that's understood, obviously, but it impeded our plans anyway. And that Saturday meant that we kind of not only lost opportunity to plan something, but we were kind of in limbo in the middle of the day. So we kept going. Uh, we used it to the extent that we could. I did my physical exercises, the crunches, pull-up bar, and all that stuff, while Julian spent a little bit of time drawing and playing games. So, because there's nothing special about this day except our daily walk that we did also just before sunset, which was short but sweet, uh, we observed a lot of sheep with little lambs, which is always cuteness overload, and we love that sight at this time of year. And I thought about a bit of a theme for today's post. Yesterday I was a bit rushed, so I provided you with the recipe for a steak sandwich, which might not be of interest for many people, but some of them might find it useful, some of you. So um, today I decided to touch on the topic of appreciation and gratitude. And I started the blog post, which you can go to by clicking the link on the podcast episode. There's a nice quote from Charles Dickens, which says, reflect upon your present blessings of which every man has plenty not on your misfortunes, of which all men have some. And that's a beautiful sentence, to be honest, that kind of reminds us and opens our eyes on the fact that even though we see life as a, as a struggle, and it is a struggle in most cases, and we see a lot of bad things and remember those bad things. Obviously, we remember also very good things that bring a lot of emotions, but I think the natural human approach is that we feel like there is less of that good things around us or less good things happen to us than the bad things and the dullness and reality of life is, I would say, we consider it probably bad, but it isn't. There is a huge gray area in between high emotion driven memories and happenings like a very happy emotional moments and very bad emotional moments. 
we have a vast amount of time and experiences that we seem to pretty much ignore and not appreciate all of that that we have. We take it for granted. I assume that most of you are capable of walking. You have all four limbs. You can see, you can listen or hear, you can speak, you probably can smell and taste, you can lift, you can run, you can walk, you can do a lot of things. As proverbial average Joe, you are a regular, fairly healthy being, and, and so am I. The amount of things that we are capable of, the times that we live in, where the life expectancy is twice as high as just 150 years ago. Yes, by the end of the 19th century, life expectancy was below 50 years old, on the verge of 43, I believe. It is now 80 years old in most countries. So imagine what people thought was end of life around 40, just about a century and a half ago, is now half-life. Obviously, we can die anytime. Anything can happen to us, but we shouldn't be scared or live by that principle that something will happen to us anytime, so we shouldn't do anything. We probably should think about our life to be longer than shorter. And not only we lack that appreciation and gratitude in general as a society or societies, we went from a very conservatist and traditional place where rules were holding us and some traditions or expectations in communities, uh, the norms were established and held us or restricted us from doing a lot of things easily. Now we unleashed the other extreme. There's a word that I don't like very much because it's being overused. It describes people that really went to the extreme on the other end. They call them woke people. But also I understand why that woke word came up and I have my own view on that because they seem to be a good people that have been awaken that they can do a lot of stuff. They can use a lot of opportunities, be allowed to live their life in a way they want. But they became obsessed with that and have been blind 
after certain amount of time and went into that rabbit hole of diving deeper and coming up with some ridiculous ideas around the minorities that are not even minorities. People started digging up things that are pretty much ridiculous and on the verge of cabaret or became a dark humor. And those so-called minorities are now driving the rules and regulations, or at least they try to influence and impact the life of majority. And by majority, I don't mean that there's good and bad people or the, the majority is better or something like that. The majority is basically people that live still in completely different frameworks or and with different values, but at least they try to be responsible and understand that there must be balance and compromise to some extent, even in transparency, tolerance, and fairness, but that woke movement that some people call, which is also very vague, because it doesn't describe one specific group of people, but rather a tendency of some extreme groups. They went too far, and they are going too far. So I think we are focusing on, on the wrong things. We are not being mindful as a civilization in most cases, because mindfulness is about not only accepting or tolerating others, but also thinking about the fact that they might be in a place that we don't understand. Something might have happened to them that we don't know about and might influence their mood, feelings and attitude towards us. The mindfulness is not about us and our open-mindedness only, but our ability to understand others and being distanced in our judgment before we even learn certain things about them. So yeah. I'd like to leave you with that feel kind of that sentence or that that quote and that short podcast episode about appreciation. And while we are, I would say more divided than ever, there is also hope. But to help us in fighting that lack of appreciation, lack of gratitude in many cases, the greed for meaningless things, and that grumpiness for minute amount of mishaps rather than appreciation for vastness and plethora of experiences that happen around us, that we should be 
grateful for. I will leave you with a twist on the famous saying, but in my version. The grass is always greener on the other side until you realize that it isn't. Mm -hmm.